0: and we shall begin." Okay, amazing. We have an amazing, amazing, amazing shiur Be'ezer Hashem prepared for tonight. We're continuing our series on Rabbe Nachman's Sicha on this foundational work of Brest Lover Hasidus that really gives us the foundational hashkafa and the approach that we've been exploring now for the past few months. B'Siyat deShmaya. So I'm gonna share my screen and I'll talk about the next couple of shiurim are going to be on one sort of theme, much like the previous year, my the past couple of weeks have been largely on the concept of emuna. Lot of a lot of teachings on emuna from the tzaddik, and um, over here the theme sort of switches, and it switches to the concept of simcha, which of course, Rabbi Nachman maybe is known just as well for emuna as he is known for his teachings on simcha. But ultimately, Breslov is very much colloquially, you know, for the for the general public is associated with simcha. And Mitzvah Gadalili is for Simcha Tamid and ancient and that we have to battle against despair. And so, this segment of Sicha Saran, it's Mem Aleph, Mem Bez, Mem Gimel, Mem Dalar, Mem hey. the next couple of Sichas are going to be on the concept of Simcha. And we're going to first learn about the hepach of simcha, the opposite of what this thing is called joy. What are the building blocks? What are the elemental foundations of simcha, of joy? But first we have to explore what atzvus is, what depression means, and how are we to understand the distinction between atzvus, which all the svarim say is absolutely abhorrent, is a midah that we want nothing to do with, is not a Jewish midah, is not something that's going to aid our avodas Hashem or our lives in any way. And the Mida of shivron lev, of lev nishbar, of brokenheartedness, which is seen, as we're going to see in the Medrash, which is seen as being something very, very advantageous and something very precious, to HaKadosh Baruch as Rabbi Nachman says, So thank you all for joining me all around the world, from wherever you are, if you're watching on Zoom, if you're watching on Facebook, and anybody who's going to be listening to these uh, recordings afterwards, this recording, thank you so much for learning with us. And let's dive right into Rabin Nachman's teaching in Sih Mem Aleph 41 says they are the good side of us you are going to amen va amen aschus to learn his teachings with you lev va atsvus enoy inyan eger klau these two things lev nizbar broken hardness va and depression enoy inyan eger klau the rebbe says i can understand how you'd mix them up but they are not one thing They may look the same on the outside and they're both associated with melancholy and they're both associated with the opposite of joy and a little bit of somber and and, and a person that appears dejected, but they're two completely divergent worlds. ( Aprysis) Ki lev nishbar hubalev. Lev nishbar, broken hardness, as the word sort of connotes, is nogea to the heart is nogea to the part of the human being as we're going to learn and explain that's beating that's alive that's functioning that's marching out into a future as we're going to see aval but depression the zar tells us that atzvos depression we're not talking about clinical depression a person needs medication for it's, a, it's an illness like not like any other illness but a person who's just sad and a person that's submitting his or herself, as we're going to learn, to a certain perspective on life that leads to a feeling of hopelessness, as we're going to define depression, the Zara says that doesn't come from the heart. That comes from the tchol, from the spleen. The Zara is built very much on, ultimately, an Ar- Aristotelian idea, and the Greek philosophers also discussed something like this, but it diverges in Kabbalah, of, of something called humorism. But it doesn't mean like laughing. It doesn't mean humor like like uh, you know, something that's comedic, something that's funny, but there are four, what are called four humors, four, se- uh, four central headquarters in the body that all of the different physiological functionality was seen as coming from this thing called the four humors. They were associated with the four biles. You might've heard of some of these biles, some of these liquids in the body, right? Whether or not it's true physiologically, but the Kaddish says it's true spiritually, so they were onto something of Mara Aruka and Mara Shira, Mara Aduma. These are red and green and black and white bile. These are the four liquids that the Zohar says is in the body, rooted in different elements, different parts of the body, that ultimately lead to the functionality of the person's emotions and even his spiritual functionality. The Rambam also it was it was Hippocrates, different different uh, doctors of that realm also were treating their patients based on the system of humorism. We spoke about it in the past in the Ishyurim. These four bile. If you look in the Rambam's Sefer Ramada, all of it is talking about different kinds of people who have different kinds of natures and in the winter, and Kitzar Shulchan Ar, taking from the Rambam also brings this, in the winter certain kinds of people have to eat this kind of food in the summer like this in order to bring about a balance between all of these four humors. And so the Zohar says that the Atzvos, depression, which is associated with Mara, shchoyra, with, the, with the black bile and the black humor, which is the element of darkness, of, shchoyra, of, 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 of impurity. That's rooted in the physical place of the tchol, of the spleen. What is the tchol? What is the spleen? The spleen, of course, is the place of dam, of blood. That's the place where there are storages of blood and ultimately it's like a, like a, like a large node, right? It's like a sac that stores blood. It's, it's a reservoir for dam and that ultimately then goes to the liver where there's a filtration process. But the tchol is seen as being mullied dam that just sits there. And what is dam, of course? It's the lowliest element of who we are. It's related to the Yitzhahara that's associated, like the Zohar Kaddish tells us and the Medrash tells us, is associated with the left ventricle of the heart. It's that element of passion, fire that a person feels, that compulses a person, or that, that a person feels is compelled toward navera, toward a passion of sin. All of that is associated with the t'chol. And that's associated with lowliness. And it's associated with humanity as opposed to the element of the angel that all of us contain within that we're supposed to enable our physiological structure, which is our bodies, to serve as the framework, as the clea to allow the soul to express itself. But when that doesn't happen, all we're left with is dam, we're left with blood, we're left with the spleen. That's associated with marashchayra, that dam, when it dries, it can turn black. And that's the blackness and the darkness of our physical element that darkens that shadows or overshadows or covers over the spiritual that's supposed to enable us to glimpse heaven. That's supposed to enable the light of a Baruch Hu to shine within us, to fill our lives with meaning, to fill our lives with eternality. But if we don't have that, all we're left with is the spleen marashkhira. That's also, it's used as a terminology that means sad, right? In the Zara and in, in all the Sfarim of panemias, marashchayra means depression, means black, m- blackness, right? But that's associated with the mara, with the bile, that in the system of the four biles, that particular element is rooted in the spleen. I looked this up because it was, I was just trying to do some research into this. In the 1700s in England, they would refer to clinical depression as the spleens. That's what they would call depression. The spleens. It was a certain. It was like weirdly enough. It was in vogue. It was like for the for the very wealthy people. And maybe this is the, this is true for our generation as well, right? But for, for very wealthy people, this was like a very in vogue in style kind of sickness to have is called the spleens, right? It meant that you were high class because they had nothing else to do with your life the whole day except think and, and, and worry about this and worry about that neighbor and this person has three, uh, not cars, but you know horses and, and, and buggies and I only have one and, and, that, and that led to the spleens. And so of course in our abundantly wealthy generation, which is, you know, beyond the hasagas of any previous generation, the way that we even the simplest people live today is above and beyond running water, things we take for granted. We speak about this all the time, but also Ultimately, uh, this is prevalent in our times. We have the spleens, right? Sometimes you can find even little children today who are depressed and they treated for depression. What is this? It, it comes from the spleen. It comes from the dam. It comes from a focus on this worldliness and a lack of consciousness of an eternal world or broad-minded ideals that are lifting us beyond our physical identity as we're going to discuss. And so the Zohar Kadesh says that while lev Nizbar, which we haven't gotten into, you know, delineating or defining what these things are, but lev nishbar brokenheartedness, hu ba lev. One thing we know about it is that it's rooted in the heart. And one thing we know about the heart is that it's constantly moving, constantly pumping, constantly cleansing, constantly bringing oxygen, which is literally our life for us. I call nishima, nishima Taloka, Neshama and Nishima are, t- are connected one with the other because the Neshama is is uh is is related to or is is founded upon our breathing because that's what brings oxygen in and the lave is what pumps that oxygen throughout the body the lave is optimistic as we're going to see the lave is steadily beating and marching into a future we're going to see about the future that's the lave and so brokenheartedness it might not seem to be optimistic and it might not seem to be filled with joy but ultimately it's rooted in a place that's essentially hopeful and that's the lathe. It's essentially hopeful. It's essentially filled with life, with oxygen. Ah, the ability to breathe, the ability to, to move forward and to mark the beat of life, but it's alive. Atzvos doesn't come from the lathe. Atz was comes from the spleen. The v'shuhumi atchal says the says Rabbi Nachman. This atz was this depression, which we'll talk about what this is. And again, I want to clarify that there are people who suffer from depression. And Baruch Hashem, Hakadosh Baruch brought into the world doctors and, and, and medication that could be used to alleviate symptoms of clinical depression. We're not speaking about that now. We're not speaking about that now. Now, the relationship between clinical depression and the emotions prevalent in our times, that's a conversation for a different time. Why previous generations didn't seem to suffer from clinical depression as much as they do today, that's a separate conversation. We're talking about a mindset, a perspective, something that is changeable, that moach shalat al that with the tools that we have built within without necessity of relying on any external substance, internally we can take care of this. And it's a character defect that we're speaking about here. Says Rabbi Nachman, this kind of this kind of depression that's rooted, like we said in the spleen, he's Sitra Achra. It is the expression and manifestation and the portrait and likeness of the Sitra Achra, the other side, encapsulated. Everybody wonders, what does the Satan look like? What, what, what does the Malach look like? Says Rabbi Nachman, depression depression. That feeling that we feel that pervades every cell in our bodies, that much like the word itself connotes, depressed like a button, right? When it's when it's pressed up, so then it's, it's not pressed yet. But when you press it, the word to refer to a button that's been pressed is depressed. It's pushed down. It's heavy. It's, it's knocked down into the earthiness that's also associated with the blood and the spleen. Laziness. Un, it, it, lethargy. The inability to get up in the morning. The inability to move. The feeling that we're being crushed. That is the sitrach. Incarnate. in amida. Atzvahs. And here he says very strong words that you don't really find from Rabbi Nachman, maybe from any of the tzaddikim. Such a word, "HaKadosh <laughs> Baruch hates it. He hates it. Now God is not a hateful being. The Ramah would argue that God is not an emotional being, but at least in the in the in the realm and in the uh, in, in the framework of the tzaddikim, HaKadosh Baruch is Malik malichesed. There are very few things that HaKadosh Baruch hates. Atsvos HaKadosh Baruch hates. It has no place. It has no place in the life of a Jew. This kind of character trait, this kind of perspective that we're going to spend a lot of time now talking about what that is. But first we're laying the foundation. HaKadosh Baruch hates it. It's the sitra achra. It doesn't come from the lay, but it has nothing to do with the emotions that are alive at least. It comes from the spleen. It's filled with blood. It's filled with, with, with bloodshed. It's filled with the lack of life, the hepich of living. It's filled with... That element of, of ego, that the nefesh is the lowliest life-animating, like, a, like, a, like an animalistic life force, that every animal has a nefesh. All of that is encapsulated within the spleen. And the Kiddush Baruch Hu hates this midah. But Nishbar, Rebbe Nachman says, that's atsus but a Lev Nishbar, like we said, even though it may look the same, and sometimes we're not sure ourselves well, what, what am I feeling now? And how can I make sure to toe this line so that I can connect myself to Lev Nishbar and not Chasushalm full and Ta'atzos? We're going to talk about how to do that. But I have a Lev Nishbar, but this Lev Nishbar hu chav hashem nizbar, is precious to Hashem. It's the exact opposite from depression. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu hates depression, guess what he loves? And if depression is the sitra achra, guess what is the sitra, the side of tov, of wonder and goodness. Only one thing. One second. There's only one thing. And that element... Is the element of lev nishbar? It's the hepich of atzvas. It's the exact, exact opposite of atzvas. V'ha'yatoyiv says Rav You know something? It would be good, and it would be ideal. nishbar that every single Jew should walk around with a broken heart the whole day. People think that Rabbi Nachman just wanted people dancing around and, you know, dancing on top of trucks and dancing in and out of different shuls and places and and simcha and big smiles on their faces. Of course Rabbi Nachman wanted that, at least in some form. But that's all Bediyevet. That's not the Lichatchila of Breslev. The world doesn't really understand what Breslev is. And they see on the outside and they think, oh, you know, just be happy no matter what and... Breslov is is far, far, far deeper than that, beyond the surface. And the only way to really start to peel back the layers is by delving deep inside to the tzaddik's actual teachings and not necessarily what's represented to the world. And this is a klal about most things, right? So things that appear a certain way on the surface, it's usually the opposite beyond the surface. We have to care enough to dig and not to simply suffice with what appears to be the reality. But that's all b'di the ebed, the chila. Of Breslov says Rabbi Nachman, The pinnacle of what it is to be a liver in Rabbi Nachman's conception is for a person to walk around the whole day with a lev nishbar, the broken heart. We're gonna learn what that is with a broken heart dafka. Ach, but there's only one problem. Anoshim Says even when people like you, people who I'm teaching, very, very easily, because these two meters are similar, we're going to discuss in what ways they're similar and what ways they're different, but I'll call pun them, at least on the external, you know, element of, of, of the way they look and the way they manifest, they look the same. They look too similar. And so it's possible for whoever like you, Lavi you can easily fall in to atzvus, into depression, from that element of lev nishbar. Okay, therefore, says Rabbi Nachman, here's the etzah. Tsuichen Find some time during the day. Most breast livers, you know, sort of translate this word shah literally as an hour, but shah can mean any, uh, any, any measure of time. Find some time every day. Shihilu nishbar. Where you can allow yourself to enter into this experience of a lev Nizbar, and we'll talk again, we'll talk about what that is. in the next sikha toward the end of the shir, hainu And this is the same time that a person is supposed to do a What is his we have to use more words to describe this thing if we are to understand what it is and if we are to properly engage with it, it says Rebbe Nachman, I'm giving you another way to define espodidas or to refer to it. There's espodidas, solitude, which really doesn't speak to the content of what we're supposed to be feeling and then there's Lav nishbar. So you can say to a person, I just came back from doing espodidas. You could say, I just came back from having a lev nishbar. It's the same thing. That's what espodidas is supposed to be. Lev nishbar. Then his his spoid spend time alone. Ulyshabalafanavizbara, Khmavurba Makamakher, and we're gonna learn what that machamakher is in a minute. And to have a broken heart before our Kurishbarhu. Aval Sharkalayoin, but the rest of the day, and this is again where that sort of conception of, of Breslov as being so ecstatically joyous comes from, because Ibn Ahmed did say, but again it's a But keep that in mind. And that changes the style of the joy because we realize that even though there's simcha, but there's still something underlying with regard to what we're supposed to be feeling, truly, this is all says Rabbi Nachman, The rest of the day, the rest of the day, simcha. The again and again and again, encouraged us in a thousand different ways and with a million different expressions. To be strong lose, and to overcome all of what we're going through. So try, even though we live in a broken generation, and all of us that are emotionally sensitive and in tune with the realities of this world, we feel broken. Says so, ibn Ahmad, curb your brokenness, curb your lev Nizbar. An hour a day, there should be a set time for it. The rest of the day, Simcha. Only one time in the day to feel lev Nishbar, and that's the time of hispotados. The rest of the day simcha. And Rabbi Nachman concludes that, of course, the depression should never ever be in our experience. With again, ye the rest of the day. Mama should just be filled with joy, just filled with joy. That's Rabbi Nachman's presentation of these three things. There's simcha which of course is the most incredible, incredible thing. I have this chus now of being involved in translating. It's taking much longer than I expected, but I'm translating a sefer on Simcha from the Lel of a Rebbe in Barapark, the brother of Remailach Bidr, Biderman, I The most unbelievable thing, Be'ez HaShem, it should be available at some point over the next couple of months, but there's Simcha. And then Le'hepech, there's Atzvos, But then there's Lev Nishbar. And lev Nishbar is very, very beautiful. And very, very representative of the overarching and underlying Mida that defines us as Yidin. What is the Yid's persona supposed to embody, supposed to give over to another person, supposed to give over to children, supposed to give over to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is Shivron Lev. Shivron Lev. Now, of course, that's going to necessitate us reworking our conception of what Lev Nishbar is if it doesn't fit with what we think that a yid is supposed to be. Because we need to redefine what Lev Nishbar is and then to see how that fits beautifully in with all of the midos of Rachmanim, going with Lichasadim. We're going to see what Lev Nishbar means. Okay, so let's first take a look at this, at this piece from the Priya Arts from Amnacham Endel Vitebsker in Parashas Matas. And the Heliget Sadik over here also is talking about the incredible, incredible darkness of atzvos. And he says something very, very strong about this mida. So he says, "Ashelachayr," it's part of a much longer piece, which is the half of a fella. If you have time to look this up, mamash an incredible piece, the first piece in Parshas Matas in Priya Aretz. But over here, he's speaking about the strange element of mourning over the khur bin beis hamikdash, and he asks, "Ashelachayr tamua." It seems strange that a person should be worrying and a person should, you know, ideally get up. But certainly on Tishba of the three weeks, we're mourning over the destruction of the Beis HaMikdash. What happened, happened already. What is this? This Maimur, this Pasuk in Mishle, where the wisest of men, Shlomo HaMelech, says... Fortunate is a person Adam who's always feeling a little bit worried. Who Ala That wasn't speaking about the past. That's speaking about the future. That in every depression or quasi-depression, as we're going to learn from the Tanya in a minute. That whatever this means, that in every depression there is an advantage, there's something positive. Or like the Pasuk in Koalas tells us, It's better to go to a house of mourning than a house of revelry and a house of celebration. At the end of Mishlei, I'm sorry, at the end of Koalas, he explains... The reason for all of this is that Hu Adam for the future that we should always be in this element of seriousness, to be able to have our eyes wide open to reality and not get caught up in the distraction of this world, but that's all future oriented but not to cry over the past. And not to go to a house of mourning, to sit endlessly and mourn the past. As Halacha tells us, after Shloshim, that's it. We, you're right, there's, Shl- there's Shiva and there's Shloshim and there's Ashana. There's a Kaddish Baruch Hu doesn't want us to sit and to dwell on the past forever and ever and ever. Where do we find this in Yiddishkeit? That there's an element to sit and to worry and to mourn and to be broken over what was al where does this come from? We don't find this in Yiddishkeit, such a thing. That story in Shmuel, when conceive and Melech conceived and Nasan comes, Nasan Anavi comes, and he says, because this was a, on whatever that is, on, on Davran Melech's level, it's a begam, the child's not going to live. And Davran Melech davins and davins and davins and davins, and he fasts and he cries and he davins, and the child passes away. And Davran Melech immediately, when he hears the news, he stands up and he gets dressed and he puts on his belt and he sits down and he has a suda. And they ask him, Davra while well, the child is still alive, you're sitting and crying and fasting. And now that the child left the world, now's the time to stand up and have a Suda. And what does Davra tell him? And this is so Jewish. It's such a Jewish conception. It's such a Jewish uh, uh, you know, message that's encapsulated within Davra response. response Lamazah needs some Hauchala shivay. What's the point? Everything in Yiddishkeit kind of needs to have a point, a purpose. What's the point? Can I ret- can I bring him back? Can I return him? sam. What's the purpose of fasting? Can I return him? Can I bring him back? Says the Menachem Mendel and Atsva's depression is the strongest, is the darkest, is the most severe klipah, is the most severe shell, negative force of all of them. Share Zara Al Shema, because we find that the Zara is Nikris Al-Shema. Do you know how we refer to Avoidh Zara? Atzvah. Because the Pasik says and tell him, <speaking> in Tilem, Asabayhem Kesef bizov. We refer to idols as atzabehem. But Maimer in the Pesach in the Shia says, Chavur atzavim. That the Shevet Ephraim was Khabur was connected to atzavim. What's atzavim? Also idols. Atzvos has nothing to do with God. Nothing. Nothing to do with holiness. Nothing to do with serving Hashem. Because the Pesach says in Deveria Yom, You know what there is in God's place? Rejoicing. There's splendor and glory before him. There is confidence. We're gonna learn about confidence. The and rejoicing in his place. And the shchina can only dwell, Ella Simcha. Only amidst joy. He goes on to explain that the element that we're speaking about when we talk about is not crying over the past. He says that it's crying over the present. Because he says the only reason that the is not built is because of our sins, because of our errors. So therefore he says, you're right, we never cry over the past. We never cry, we never mourn over something that's gone already, that's dead and gone. But over here instead, he speaks about this element of mourning over what's present, of what we can fix, what we can do now in the moment. That's the, the tarf in the priyat. Right. I want to show you this incredible medrash. This medrash in Vayikra, Rabbi. I hope the chever can hear me. Some of you are frozen. And sometimes the audio keeps on going through, so that's my eshtadlis. But I hope that the chever that is with me. And if not, it's all recorded on audio, um, at least. So he says like this. Rabbi Nachman had told us, in the second line here, Ava Nizbar, nishbar, he chaviv lefnei Hashem nishbar, a broken heart, we said, on the contrary, is absolutely precious, is chaviv by HaKadosh Baruch is precious before HaKadosh Baruch Thank you so much, okay, great. And a nizbar nishbar is yoker ma'od, ma'od be'inu is incredibly, incredibly precious before HaKadosh Baruch Listen to this, Mattrish. This is a medrash mamish to carry with us all the time. This medrash, Amar Rabbi Abba Bar Yudan. Listen to this. Rabbi Abba Bar Yudan says, "Whatever Hakadosh Baruch Hu decided in His infinite will and His ratzon that He gifted to us, whatever Hakadosh Baruch Hu decided, is possible for a behema." Is kosher for Adam. Pasul be behema The pasuk says in Vayikra, Iveres, All of these disease kinds of animals that they can't see, or they're broken, or they have boils, or all of these kinds of behemahs that can't be brought as a carbon. baAdam. This is exactly what makes a person kosher, as the pasuk says, Lev You can't bring an animal with a broken heart. It's possible for a carbon. but the only kind of person that can bring himself into a massive of karban to become closer and closer lekarev karban to Hakadosh Baruch is dafka person with a broken heart. It's dafka person with a broken heart. Amr um, Rebbele Alexandri and the Medrash continues of Alexandri. I had I'm sorry. Amr uh, um, Rebbele Alexandri. of Alexandri says. Ha-zeh, this damn person. It To a stam person, it's embarrassing to go out to the marketplace and is carrying a basket and it's chipped and it's broken and it's ripped on the bottom. It's It's embarrassing to use a shivrei ke, a shivrei kli. But the master of the world, He Dafka mm-hmm. uses broken. Kalim. shenemar Hashem Lev. Hashem is close to those that are brokenhearted. hearted haroyfil Hakadosh Baruch Hu busies Himself with remedying and rectifying those that have a broken heart. It's also Rosh HaTeva's Hallel <laughs> We're coming now to the days of Hallel and Hoda. It's haroyfil Chanukah is Yemei Hallel and Yemei and it can help us heal our broken hearts. Ve'ez daka u'shval ruach. Hakadosh Baruch dwells with those that are daka, those that are pushed down, those that are ta'aseh Veneshai daka, that feel that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is pushing them down into the earth. Who ruach those that are humble. Also, why we light the Chanukah candle dafka because that's where Hakadosh Baruch Hu's light reveals itself, and that's haroifel is the halal of Chanukah dafka because ve'ez daka u'shval ruach. This connects to the dreidel that we spoke about recognizing the oneness in everything, recognizing that a Kaddish Baruch was present, but only, like the Kaskar says, was the master of brokenness, only where we let him in. And you know who lets God in? Those people who realize that they need God. Those people who realize that they can't make it alone. Those people who are not under the illusion or the delusion to think that, I got it, I got it under control. It's those kinds of people who open up all kinds of doors and windows and entranceways and gates for Hakadosh Baruch Hu's light to come down and to fill our lives. Karv Hashem, Hakadosh Baruch close, close. Karv elach ma'oid, but But the Jew, in order to become a kisei for the markava, needs to be a person that's that's broken. Needs to be a person that's broken. It says the Baal, Taniyus, Chus, Yagun, and Perak Lamid Aleph. Now, of course, this whole Perak is dealing with this same Nikuda. We're going to read certain lines that appear as if the Balatania is saying the opposite of Rabbi Nachman. Toward the end, we're going to see that he sort of qualifies things a little bit. It's not a problem if he says, you know, the opposite of Rabbi Nachman. Lekim Parenthetically, it is interesting to note that it's brought in Chaim Aran that when Rabbi Nachman read the Tanya. He said it's gewalt, the whole thing. And he says there's one little thing that I take issue with. It's a great deal of speculation as to what that one thing is. Maybe this is, but again, we're going to see at the end that it sort of comes together and you're going to see that it's Mamashur Ibn Achman says, not, not arguing at all. But let's take a look. It's a little bit lengthy. I took basically the whole parak. You know how it is with Tanya. You can't just take out two lines. It's, you have to say, it's, you know, to Maslow, I didn't. we're not going to learn the whole sefer tonight. Maybe a different time. But at least the parak Lamad Aleph. And the tzaddik says like this. We'll try to go through it quickly. We still have a lot to do because we have to clarify what is this atzfus we're speaking about? What is this Lev Nijbar? We're going to get there. But first, let's take a look at the Balatanian. The Eilig tzaddik says like this. I'll call you Sir Vihine. If a person will focus his heart and a person will focus his concentration for a long periods of time, which is what he had been speaking about in the previous prakim of our lowliness, to be in such a state of brokenness and such a state of sadness. Even if that will bring a person to what the, again, what the Baal is calling atzvas, we'll see in a minute that it's not Rabbi Nachman's atzvas. we'll see. But what, what the Baal calls atzvas g'dayla says the tzaddik, Layachosh. Now, this would, again, appear to be the opposite of what Rabbi Nachman said, that we, we Davka shouldn't spend too much time on Leib but because it can bring us to atzvas, the Baal Tanya says, Layachosh. We're going to see that his atzvas is Rabbi Nachman's Leib Nijber. we'll see that. But, Layachosh. And kedusha. He explains kabbalistically that even though atzvos, at least the kind of depression he's speaking about, not Rebbe Nachman's atzvos, which Rebbe Nachman said is sitra achra, Baruch has nothing to do with Yiddishkeit, nothing to do with avodas Hashem, nothing to do with kedusha. Even though the atzvos that the Balatani is speaking about, comes from a certain spiritual realm, which is a mix between tov and ra. It's not complete tov, it's not either complete ra, but it's somewhere in the middle, and it can, based on our engagement with it, it can either be included in ra gamur, or it can be elevated to Kedusha. And the Balatani famously splits the entire Torah among these three categories, which really helps us conceptualize what the Torah is. It basically consists of three things. Now, there are billions of details within each of these categories, but the Torah is essentially split very quickly into these three categories. There are mitzvos, kiddushah. There are averos, tumah. And then there are things that are mutter. And that's the element of the Klipas Noga. And it's all reliant on how we're engaging with it. If a person presses donuts, 50,000 donuts in his stomach, achilagasa. so that's taking these elements and bringing them down to the Klipa. But if a person is doing for Simcha yantiv, and a person's doing it to lift his spirits, so he can learn, it's the, same, it's the same act. Maybe not 50 donuts, but it's the same act, essentially, but it's lifting it up to the Tzad of Kedusha. Lifting it up to the Tzad of Kedusha. Says the Balatanya, Atzvos, at least the kind of Atzvos he's speaking about now, is an element, he says, of Klipas Noga, comes from that middle place. Like we learned from the Vitabskar, when it comes to kidusha, all that there is is rejoicing. There's no element of sadness. Like we learned that the shchina is only shira, only rests upon the Jew. Also, when when poskem are Paskening, it needs to be of simcha in order that their mind should be clear and lucid. So he says, But if, like we said, we channel this sadness, whatever that is, what he's calling atzvah, into mili for a holy purpose, it comes from the element of good that exists in the noyga. Again, the noyga is that realm that can either go, it can go either way, it can go into... Tomah, or it can go into kedusha. It's represented by the Eitz Hadas toy where it has a Cheleka Ra and a Cheleka Toi, but it all depends on how we perceive it and how we engage with it. HaKol when it comes to Klippas Noiga. So he says, Mimile de shmaya, comes from the Toiv Shah comes from a good place. But in Arizal, that's what our says. Another Raga that Atsvus de shmaya, isn't from the side of Kedusha, because Arizal says that when a person is davening and a person is learning simcha, simcha, only simcha. Vidui can be a little bit with, with sadness. But the rest of Tfila person shouldn't be in this state of crying and oh what's gonna be with me? Nah, is simcha, what a privilege to Davin. what a privilege to Davin. Hakadosh Baruch and like the Balatani says in Yigarus Hachuva, that if we didn't believe that Hakadosh Baruch actually listens to the bracha of Slachlon, navi nu kichatan machal kivashanu, and that it worked, we would not be able to make the bracha. Baruch ata Hashem that Hakadosh Baruch Hu is for all of our for for, for our averus, right? Ki Right? We couldn't, we couldn't make that bracha. It would be a bracha that's, uh, that's, that's levatala. So the very essence of this that Chazal says that we should make a bracha at the end of slach lanu, at the end of hashivenu, means, it's built in, that when we say that bracha, boom, it works. We're forgiven. What a What a privilege. Why should we go and cry? It should be in a way of kedusha, only in a way of kedusha. But he says, this is what needs to be done. Listen to this. He says when it comes to breaking down the lowliness and the darkness within this is the way to do it and he explains why it's brilliant Simchan's not going to do it Dafka, this kind of sadness why? Because he says over here an amazing thing that L'achpaya <laughs> l'sitra Bimina b'mina we have to battle the thing with its own it's like fighting fire with fire. Gotta battle it with itself in a way. Kamaim Rabbi Senuzal like Chazal say, made famous by Matasio of his earliest songs, Mineu Bei Avalishadya Be Narga. Right? From the forest itself comes the handle for the axe, right? It comes from the forest. And that's the handle that we use to chop down the trees. But it comes from the trees that we're then chopping down. Because this is what it is, this amazing, amazing, incredible thing, where we have the ability to battle something with that koach in and of itself. One thing, right, needs to be met, needs to be dealt with, in its own way, Chanoch l'Nar. Okay, this is in Kedusha Alpid Darcoi Dafka. It's got to be in this way. This is what that pasuk says. B'Chol Etsav Yemoeser, that there is some advantage to Atzus in some way. What is that? What is that Moiser? What's good that comes out from Atzus? He says that after this kind of Atzus, which Rabbi Nachman will tell us also next week, Beis Hashem is the Simcha that comes from this. So we're going to learn. But he says, This is what I said. If we stick around long enough, you realize he's not arguing about Rehachman at all. Because he's saying that this is not real atzvos. We're calling it atzvos because it means sadness. That's not what this is. That's not what this is. It's not called atzvahs at all. And here he gives us a definition. Atzvahs. Which is, comes from the spleen, comes from the place of the ego. It's when a person's heart is closed up like a stone. The spleen is the heart that doesn't beat. It's filled with blood, has different chambers, does nothing to bring life to its surroundings or itself. It's not alive. There's no life in atzvos, and if there's no life, there can't be a kaddish baruch hu. Because va'atam adveikem hashem lekechem chayim kul chameiyoim. Where there's dveikus with Hashem, there's chayim, and if there's the hepich of chayim at any level, godless, without a kaddish baruch godless. Rakhshu, so he says, you should live by mitumtem kevam ein chiz beliba. That's atzvos. Aba meriros v'leiv nishbar adar abba Brokenness, Lev Nijbar, is the opposite of this. Adhirab. At least we're still alive. At least we're still feeling. At least there's an eternality that's built into this feeling. At least there's an element of hope and nitzchis that's built into this experience. There's this element of a holy kind of gvura that we need to use to battle the sitra achra. The heart contains both. Sometimes we need to awaken this holy kind of Gevura, this holy kind of fire, to fight the fire of the Sitra Achra, in order to sweeten the judgments. Like we said, we're trying to battle the Nefesh Bahamas, the Eitzahara that comes from the klipa. How do you battle klipa With Klippah, with Klippah the Kedusha, right? With that element that has an Achiza in Ra, but can then be elevated to. To Tov. The Zohar famously tells us again and again and again and the Tzaddikim, repeat this klal, it's one of the foundations of Pneumius HaTorah. Din, harsh judgments and severity can only be sweetened, at the root, at the Pneumius of everything. That's where we can fix things. Where it's no longer simply band-aids on cuts, but it gets to the source of why there are cuts in the first place. That's what it means. Holistic healing, getting to the root of the issue, not just treating symptoms. A person should always cause his Easter type to be angry on the Yitzhak because that's how these two things get resolved. Whenever we need this, whenever we need to feel this holy anger and holy brokenness, says the Balatanya, this might be a separate conception of Rabbi Nachman's one hour a day because the Balatanya says, guess what? You know when's a good time to do this? Not just the one hour a day that we have set aside. It's a time when we're feeling depression. Nothing to do with our Yiddishkeit. Just from the challenges of life and the difficulties that we face and the disappointments that are inherent in humanity and in the human experience. We're just not in the mood and we don't know why and we can't pinpoint it. We're just a little sad says the Balatanya, that's the time, to utilize this midah that we're feeling, to feel broken over the things that we really should feel broken about. to cause the Yitzher Tov to beat up on the Yitzher Haro, says the Balatanya, guess what will happen? Then you won't be sad anymore. Whatever you were sad about, you won't be sad over. If you manage to elevate, transform this natural feeling that you feel. And then, like we're gonna learn from Rebbe Nachman, the same exact thing, we come to true joy. And every person after learning about this should say to himself, there's it's true. And I'm so distant in terms of my own perspective. Of course, a Qurish who is close to all of us equally, and a Qurash Barak is But from our perspective. Like Yaakov Avinu's ladder, right? From our perspective, we can go up and down. always there, But we can feel that we're getting closer, further away. And so a person says, it's true from my perspective. I'm so far from where I need to be, and there's so much I want to work on, and so much I need to accomplish. And it's so lowly in my body, and my physical desires, and the things I'm stuck in. But a person that needs to say, Ach kozeh, And this is, this is the difference between Atzfus and shivron Lev. Because Atzfus ends there. I'm distant from Hashem. There's no hope for me. I can't move further. Can't take another step. Not getting out of bed. No use. No point. No hope. Here the Balatanya walks us out of the darkness of Atzfus into the light of Lev Nishbra. And it looks like this. And it looks like all of this, that's true, that needs to be fixed. Nobody's saying, it, we should leave it that way. It needs, we need to work on ourselves. All of that is true, but that's the me that's associated with the body. That's the tchol, that's the blood, that's the spleen, that's the physicality in me. And this is, these three words are lev nishbar. Because without avol which means, but nevertheless... If we don't have mikol makin, then it's atzvahs. If you don't have a nevertheless, if you don't have the ability to reframe something and to see things from a different perspective and to find that little point of light that leads to a hallway, that leads to a hall, that leads to a universe filled with light, if you don't have a mikol makin, it's atzvahs. Mikol makin is the way out. That's lev nishbar. That's the heart that's beating, that's living, that's pumping, that's filled with oxygen, that's filled with nishama. This is Chasidus, This is Chasidus. The ability to see something and approach it on two different levels and both remaining true at once. Broad-mindedness, deeper, paninius. Two levels. Both true, but both balance one another to produce a sum that's greater or a total that's greater than the sum of its parts. Avel yesh makun, yekirbilik havaya mamish she yes now, I feel a cowwlshiba that exists even in the slightest of the slight, the lowliest of the lowly, she never shall a kiss that's a godly solemn niita tell the kus mamish that as a chaelic of God of infinity within me., and it's in my body right now, in this same lowly goof with its lowly desires and its mistakes and its difficulties and its challenges and its failures. Rakshiva b'chinas Okay, it's an exile in this body, but it's there. But it's there. and therefore Another another Hasidic word, adraba. All the while that I'm so filled with lowliness and so filled with this worldly passions and desires, the mission becomes more urgent because that that godly spark is further and further locked behind barrier and barrier and barrier, further and further. And there's tremendous Rachmanus I should feel over this. Villa Zen, therefore, and again, this is with the premise that there is always hope that ancient Yish, Boilam, cloud that's also the bedrock of Shivron, Laiv, because if there is Yish, then we fall into atsu's. But ancient Yish means that there's always hope. Does that mean that things are perfect? No. No, it doesn't mean that things are perfect. Doesn't mean we don't have to work on ourselves? No but it means that we can stand up and say there's work to do and I can do it and there's purpose in doing it and there's purpose in striving and carrying on like the heart that beats and continues to beat and continues to beat into the future. And so a person says, Adar I'm going to focus all of my energy and my desire to free this spark and to reveal it from beyond and to elevate it from its exile to return this lost princess to her father's house to bring it to a level that it existed at before. Before it came down, hidden within my physical body. To that place of total revelation. We can do it. We can do it. When it was one with HaKadosh Baruch like the Baal Tani, he brings a mashal in a number of places, but and nullified like a ray of a sun in the sun. Right? Where it doesn't have its individuality. It's just, it's part of the sun itself. And we can do that, we can reveal that, we can come to that level. Even though it's hard and it's difficult and we have challenges, the late nishbar means the adarab, ancient them clown, not the spleen where it just stays and it's dark and it's black and it's marash and it's blood that doesn't move and it's heavy and egotistic and it's dragged down into the darkness of atzvus and Atslas.. Adarab, energy, life, oxygen, breath. Eternality, hope, ubefrat, right, and and, and he says the gamata. I can do that now too, to become one with Hashem. When I make my whole goal in life to excel in Torah and in mitzvahs and to appreciate each and every tiny little step we take along the way. To bring all the spheres inside, the moichin and the midas, and malchus of a frat mitzvah, to cry out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu from within the prison, because that's who's davening, it's the spark that's calling out for its source. (laughs) To bring me out from ymasger from this incredibly dark prison ledavkob to connect with zobakhinas chuva umaysim tayvim shay maysim this is what it means chuva umaisim tayvim every act of chuva is accompanied by a maysa toiv what's the maysa toiv cuz you are doing a chesed when you do chuva shay maysim tayvim shay is gadel ha'shev khelek hashem le'mekira with search to the kol it's all of these good actions that accompany chuva to bring out the neshama into chuva vasay ski avik kol yama or the Simcha Raba. An incredible simcha. He simchas But says me v'shavel And this leads to a tremendous amount of joy, and it's counterintuitive. Two minutes ago, you were sitting there beating up on yourself due to the reality of the way that we look in this virtual mirror. Clear that it's been decades and decades of trying to do this and trying to accomplish this and break free and purify ourselves and screaming out to Baruch in the cycle of the year with all of its, uh, with all of its, you know. With, 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 with all of it and, and the whole cycle of again a Rosh Hashanah and again Yom Kippur and Sukkot and I'm still the way that I am that's how we started but when we take the trajectory that leads us out of Atzvuz and into the element of Lev Nishbar, which is aval mikol makayim, and a reframe of who it is that we are, and the realization that and the realization that Akadosh Baruch didn't want angels, he wanted human beings, and this is part and parcel of bringing cover to Akadosh Baruch in the trying, and getting back up and continuing to move and that there's always hope and then we come to a big, big simcha, big simcha, To realize, oh my gosh, I realize how much more urgent the situation is and I'm going to get to it right away. I'm going to do the best that I can because I am not that. That's the prison that I am trapped in. But there's hope for me because I'm pure and I can come back. And with that, we're able to have that kind of chiyas and that kind of foundation that gives us the ability to go ahead and to try to rectify the, the elements of the prison. That's the only way to free the princess, is to, is, to, is to melt away the prison, to turn the prison into princess. That's the way to free her, is to turn the prison itself into princess. Memela, there's no prison anymore. So we have to get to work, and there's work to be done. And there's taiva to be conquered, and there are, there are tools and our etzes and our gedarim and our etc. 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 So many a plethora and there's work to be done. Nobody's saying that. there's work to be done. Khashala <laughs> that a person thinks to themselves, and I'm sure that this never happened, person says, Oh, I'm a kamim kami mamish I'm already perfect. I don't have to do anything else because I'm just perfectly pure. No matter what I do, we can never do. Mamishna, Adur Abba, When a person realizes that, it gives us all the more reason to want to work and to want to grow and to want to draw that out and to try to go ahead and purify the body with the light of the soul. This is the joy of the soul when it returns to the house of her father, into Yichud and Dvekas to be as it wants to be. The Ten Commandments are not restrictive. It's not preventing us from doing what we want, it's allowing us to do what the real we really want. So don't read that it's etched onto the luchos but read chayus. It's the biggest freedom in the world. right that we al kol yam of That we should all be balichuva, should all be balichuva all the time. There's no greater joy than leaving the gulus and leaving shivya, leaving uh, 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 this element of of enslavement, Kamashal ben Melech, like of course the of a ben Melech of a prince or a princess, or a prince, Shaye that was in captivity, Surim, and he was beaten down in this lowly, dirty, disgusting sewage of a prison, and then one day he goes free. That's exactly what this is. And even though the body remains, the body it remains. It's the it's the it's the poison of the snake. Won't ultimately become Nishama. I said before, it turns into the princess means because dak becomes more purified. It will never become kadosh. A person, the das of the person will become more aligned with the soul and will rejoice in its freedom from the guf. And we will not want to allow for the bilbil and the mixing up and the confusion of the joy of the soul with the darkness of the body once we're able to separate those two things and draw a very strong line between the Misa that the world calls Chaim and the true chayim that the world looks at as being Misa. And that's the Hepech of the spleen, which is Misa, and the lave, which is lave, which is lave Nishbar. It's not a heart that's broken, like Rav Shlomo Katz said in the LPI video, it's a heart that's broken open. And that's what the Shivra Lev means. And that's full of Chias, and that's full of eternality, and that's filled with hope, and that's filled with this belief that we can fix, and that we can do, and that we can accomplish. And once we realize that that's life, that's what, that's what real life is, that's what real nitschiyas is, that's what real depth is, that's what real living, vitality, vibrancy is, why would I want to go ahead and to allow that to become sullied by the darkness and the and the and the uh, the staticity of the blood in the spleen, where it doesn't move and it doesn't pump and it doesn't move and it's not vibrant and it just sits and it's just lowly and it's black and it's dark and it's filled with the shadow of the ego and it blocks out a kodesh baruch because a kodesh baruch hu only found with a shivron lave where we let him in through breaking our heart like that carbon that we learned about that might not be accepted for a behema but is the only carbon that's accepted when it comes to a human being becoming the element of With the last couple of minutes, we'll speed through Sichas around Mem. It shouldn't be Mem; it should be membez it says Mem Beyz. Rather, so Mem Aleph Mem We have two minutes left, and the Tzaddik says like this. Atsvus, it's, it's the same exact thing. It might as well be one piece. Again, it's the same theme in the next couple of pieces. And here the Rebbe draws his distinction. We already learned from the Balatanya. The Balatanya described it. Rebbe Nachman goes very much in the same vein. And the Tzaddik says like this, Atzvus, the, the definition of depression, who Like a person who is angry. A person who's filled with a wrath. It's a person who's, who's complaining against HaKadosh Baruch Hu Because of the way that things are And he's angry over this And he feels, why does a person get angry? That there's no recourse That there's no tomorrow That there's no hope And so he gets dragged into the only emotion That's appropriate for a situation like that Which is anger Because there's nothing else to do And so he wants to break And he wants to rip And he wants to scream And he wants to tear Because it's the end of the world And if it's the end of the world Why shouldn't we? Al because things are not going his way, or the way that he perceived that things are supposed to go. That's that's atzvos. But you know what a broken heart is? Hu kabena messchatalfnay of is like a person, like a son, that sinned, that did something not so good, lefnei aviv, before the father. Kitinaik, like a child, aviv, al That cries out because you were playing with him and he, and he, and he bit your arm and you had, to, you had to go out of the room because he said, I don't want to be next to you. And there's a cry that comes and he says, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be alone. I want to, I want to be close to you. al mimenu. And the premise of this, of course, is that there is a father, and that there is the ability for the Father to come back into the room, right? There's, there's a bigger context. Bigger con- you haven't lost the Father. He hasn't given up on you forever. He hasn't thrown you into a dungeon. No. The setting is still a setting that is ripe for success that's Lev Nishbar. And he says, and he means, where he says a very similar thing, but this is so beautiful. Reb Nassim says that one of the Tzaddik's earlier Chassidim, before Reb Nassim got there, one of these Chassidim told Reb Nassim, and with this we'll end. One of the Chassidim asked, again, what is the distinction between Lev Nishbar, that a Gaddishbar who loves, that?" that's that black depression of the spleen, of the dam, of the unmoving death that exists within that element of depression. Hei Lawyer bin Achman said, This is what it means to have a broken heart. Even though you're standing around other people and every person's going around their day and people are shopping for groceries and people need this and that and schlepping around and just the mundanity of life, how about a person all of a sudden has the Argusha where he turns his face to the side, the Achzer Panav to the wall, and he says, Master of the world. That's it. That's a Nishbar. A Nishbar, a heart that's open, a heart that's alive to the eternality of life, to the meaning of life. Like Rabbi Achman would tell us, Hasidim, did you look up at the sky today? Did you look up at the sky today? Did you connect to something bigger? Something bigger. And Reb Nosson says that when Reb Nachman said this, ba'atzma that, that that very moment, b'soichach, Amr Abenu, Rebenu said, Ochern the Ruchah he himself said, Rebbeinu Shalalim, these words, Master of the World. His aurus nifla, with an incredible his aurus and awakening, and a lifting up of his hands over and with an with an endless longing, as was his holy way. Chaver, this is what it means. We're not gonna have time to see the Tanya right now, but this is what it means, Chaver, and this is why Rabbi Nachman said, this is what I want for a Yid the whole day. Not dancing on top of a car with a fake plastered smile on the face that's unhealthy ultimately because it doesn't allow us to perceive or feel human emotions which the Torah wants from us. Not that. Not that. Don't have to be with a big smile all the time. Rabbi Nachman says, we should try to connect to Simcha. We have to understand what true Simcha is. But like Nishbar is the l'chatkhila. That that's what it is to be a Yid. It's to be open to something deeper. To be filled with hope. To be filled with realism over how much more there is to do, but with the absolute confidence. Confidence and joy go together. With the confident joy that we can do it. And we will do it. And the mission is still in progress. And that we can't have done anything to interrupt the mission or to terminate the mission. Because Kolzman that we're alive. Ben Nachman says, If you believe you can break, Believe you can fix because the belief is still there. So that there's someone thinking that something broke. Ah, there's someone thinking Then you could still fix. You're still connected to God because because you're alive. This is what life is. The heart, it's pumping. There's a future. There's, there, there's a purpose still in getting up and in working and in fighting because it's not about the results, it's about the Avoidah. It's about the effort that we put into an Akadesh Baruch Hu, kisses every single tiny little amount of effort that we expend. Lave Nishbar is precious to Hashem. Brokenness, whatever we're going through physically, spiritually, and we feel incomplete. That by HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the most complete thing and we'll end, of course, with the Kotzka that the Kotzka Rebbe said, there is nothing as whole as a broken heart. There's nothing as whole. And this is what it is to be a Yid. This is what it is to be a Jew. And it goes with anivus, and it goes with Simcha, and it goes with shiftless, and it goes with it goes with maintaining a consciousness of what's really important, even when we're surrounded by a world that's dragged down into the spleen, into the atzvas of the pursuit of happiness, which is the pursuit of further atzvas, all the time. Atzvas, 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 and 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 like the like the like the Mishnah says, right, that ain't other the spleens, they called it, by the wealthy Londoners in the early 70s. 1700s, the spleens this was their this was what they suffered from the spleens the pursuit of happiness it's a joke it's a See the pursuit of happiness what's the pursuit of happiness is to be connected to the great Jewish story and to be able every single moment no matter where we are to turn our face to the side inside like we said, and to scream out, I'm connected with you, and I'm yearning, and there's longing, and I can do it, and I will do it, but I need your help, and you're with me every single step along the way. We should be be have a We should Jews that understand our incompleteness, Jews that are broken, Jews that are yearning, yearning, yearning for completion, Jews that know that we can't do it alone, Jews that, like the Kutzker said, God will be found with, because we are ones who are letting Him in and uh, we're, we're We'll continue this very sugya, Rasham next week, still on this topic, going more and more into this idea of the distinction between simcha Lev Nishbar and Atzvah HaKadosh Baruch should help us have a week filled with simcha, filled with Lev Nishbar, filled with simcha, filled with filled with connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and, uh, and, and, and Bezer HaShem, we will see you uh, Thursday night for the Parashas with Thank you so much each and every one of you for joining. If you enjoy this year and please pass them on, please send them to friends, please send them to relevant chats. You never know <laughs> whose life you can help change if a person listens and it speaks to them, and they say, "Hey, maybe this Rabbi Nachman is, is something that you know is something that's relevant to me. It could change a person's life, and it's the easiest thing to do. It's the easiest thing. So, Ezra we should be to all of this and much more. It's not my she, it doesn't have to be mine. Anything breast, that anything that speaks to you, be a mashpia. Even if you don't feel that you can teach. Today, it's the easiest thing. You see something that inspires you, send it along. If it's my shirim, great. If it's somebody else's shirim, also fine. Not also fine, probably much better. Send it, send it, send it. Okay, Be'ez Rashem, we've got to fill the world with the light of, of, of the tzaddikim. Ashreinu chavra, thank you so, so much. And yeah, Baruch Hashem, feeling much better. Thank you so much. To everybody for joining, have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your week. And we'll see you Thursday, Be'ez Cult of Chazak v'ematz. Thank you, guys. Thanks for joining. of